Good morning, Paul Andrigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered. Today I'm going to be doing a uh, very important review of short-term accommodation rental options that you guys have that you maybe didn't know about uh, and the extreme importance of this in getting rid of, and I say eliminating, the phantom uh, you know, slash fake um, rental ads that you'll see on, on various websites. Uh, and, and, and they've been there for years, especially now as the cottage season kicks in, there's going to be a lot of phantom slash fake ads for, uh, the, the pictures might be real, but you might never know. Um, you end up sending somebody a, a deposit by email, uh, and that money's gone and you're not protected. So that ends in my opinion, right now, the moment you're listening to this, you'll understand that there is a far, far better way to do things. So when you're working with me, you also have the ability, just so you know, and it's been this way for many years, but you should know that you have the ability to also have me help you with your short-term travel. Um, so your, your short-term accommodations, not the travel part of it. Um, so I'm able to help you with everything from, um, you know, um, short-term condo, um, uh, rentals, short-term home rentals, cottages, cabins, chalets, vacation homes, uh, are some of the examples. Uh, the only thing I cannot do is handle the travel services. I can't book your cars or book your, um, uh, visits to, uh, the CN tower, that kind of stuff. I've got discounts for those things, which is actually maybe even better. Uh, but I can't book those things for you. So make sure, again, we talk about this, but most importantly, the reason why you only want to go through me on this is simply because of the fact that whenever you're you know, online, and I don't care which short-term accommodation site you're talking about, wherever it is, whether it's, you know, the big ones or the small ones, the problem is that you cannot be sure that on the other end of that line is that, that is, if that person is the actual owner of the property. There's one thing that I've always done. There's actually two things that I, that I'm able to provide that again, you are not going to be getting by, you know, by default when you're going through a lot of these services. Number one, your deposit will always be protected, meaning that it will sit in a government regulated trust account until the beginning of that lease. So you don't actually, uh, you're not sending off your money to some foreign, um, uh, not, not foreign, but you're not sending your money off to some, you know, unknown, um, uh, email where again, probably, uh, in a lot of cases where, uh, you know, you can't be, you know, you can't even be verified that it's the actual owner. So the one thing that I will do, the, the two things is, is a, make sure that your deposit is protected. I don't care if it's just a few hundred or a few thousand dollars. Um, you need to make sure that, you know, you're not, sending your money off. And a lot of you have done this where you've sent off your deposit by email to some random person on the other end. Uh, and that money's gone. It's, it's never to be found again. So it's very important that you do it. Number two, what I confirm in on the other end is that the person that we're renting from is the actual owner of the property and they're in the position to be able to rent that property. So a lot of you are under the mis, uh, misunderstanding that the person who's got the ad is the one who's able to do, who facilitate the, um, you know, the rental. And that's not always the case. A lot of times that, you know, the ones that I've seen out there and I've, and I've checked into this and, and, and they don't line up very often is that the name of the person that's doing the rental, um, is the existing tenant. And they're, they're trying to perhaps, you know, rent it out on a short-term basis, uh, you know, to make some extra money, but it's not their property to do that 
four, number one. And, the, and then the property on top of that doesn't allow it. There, there are many condos that don't allow uh, this kind of thing. So um, you're putting yourself in a position where you're, you know, you're, you know, number one, you're not, you're not dealing with the principal, which is the actual owner of the property. Um, and you're putting your, your money at risk, which doesn't make sense because if you are uh, working with me, A, I'll make sure that you're looking at the, the right types of properties, um, some of which you will not see um, you know, on the popular websites. That's the great news about this. I've got approximately 60 right now short-term and weekly rentals um, that I have access to uh, and, and a whole bunch more for those of you looking for, you know, the the, the average, uh, you know, the, the, the regular rentals, which is, you know, for a year. Um, so there's a lot of options that exist. And, and, and again, very importantly, you deserve that kind of protection. That's the one thing um, that I, I found a lot of people. And again, obviously there's a lot of people that feel comfortable uh, you know, uh, using short-term accommodations and things like that. And, and that's fine. But at the same time, you deserve the protections that we have in place for you. Um, again, as, as realtors, we have uh, additional protections and there's stuff that I specifically do. Um, again, obviously through the fact that I'm very thorough on this process, I've been doing this now for over 19 years. Um, I want to make sure that every one of your experiences is a positive one. And it's also a really good sort of a warm up situation for us working together for something maybe bigger down the line, whether it's, you know, buying your own property and, and perhaps renting it out uh, or buying your own condo, um, whatever it might be. But it's a really good opportunity for us to work together. Uh, and make sure that you understand, uh, you know, what the, uh, the, the pros and the cons of, of all this kind of stuff is. So, and, and it's very important as well that when I go through with, you know, when I go through this with each of you, uh, you'll, all, you'll understand all the fees that are involved uh, and make sure that you understand, uh, you know, how they work. Uh, so that there's no, um, you know, so there's no confusion along the way. Um, and again, ensure that you are being protected. That's really the main difference here is I do not want even one more person to be sending, you know, a, a deposit to some, again, phantom or fake mortgage, a phantom um uh, landlord, phantom or fake landlord uh, that doesn't really exist, that literally will, again, could wipe you out in some cases for a lot of you uh, when you're renting a property, you know, in, in today's market in Toronto, you know, $2,000, $2,500 a month is, is a very, you know, normal rental that I handle. And uh, again, that's that's someone taking 5000 almost $5,000 from you uh, and you're not protected. So really do not make that mistake. I mean, I guess I, I could even go back to, you know, the year 2000 when I started. $5,000 was an, was actually a, a, you know, a reasonable amount of deposit for a, a home or condo purchase. Um, you know, my first ever sale was 110000 actually 100 and because I've got it here behind me, 100 and five hundred and eight thousand was my first um, um my first property that I sold, uh, and the deposit for that was eight thousand uh, dollars. That that particular person put down. So uh, it's really important that again, I I, I still sort of I, I'm I'm not going to change that way of of thinking um, and being old school about protecting. Uh, your money. I think, again, if you don't, uh, if you can afford to leave, you know, a few thousand dollars on the table and walk away, that's, you know, that's maybe you don't need my help. Uh, but for the rest of you who, who you know, who, uh, who feel that a thousand dollars is a lot of money. And, and I certainly do because I, I, you know, I work for my money. Um, 
it's really important that you also feel the same way and make sure that you're protected uh, along the way so that you know everything that you need to know and that you're, again, in, in, in the best possible position um, to ensure that you, again, are, are safe, whether you're renting for short term, uh, which is, again, one type of rental or you're renting long term, which is the one year, uh, you know, the one year or longer. Um, I'm able to help you on all of those levels uh, and even ease your transition from from renting into owning, uh, which I do recommend for any of you who are paying twenty five hundred or more. I'd say, you know, anything two thousand per month at all, you know, ends up being about 30 grand at the end of the year. Um, and 30 grand, uh, after a year or two is, uh, still a very significant amount of money that could be possibly, uh, put into your, you know, your own property and, and, and help you pay down your, uh, you know, your, your, uh, your upfront costs, um, and, and start uh, working on the, the sort of the five principles that are essential to understand when you're buying a property. Um, um, there, there's, there's, there's five elements. Uh, one of those is, you know, the, the opportunity to, to, to have income in certain properties. Uh, if you've got a house and, and you want to have some income coming in with that, that's something that I can help you understand. Um, the deductions that come along with it, there's, there's, there's a, a large amount of deductions that can uh, come along with it. Um, the equity, and this is a huge one, the equity that you're building on the property. Um, and, and not just that, the, you know, the, the appreciation of the property. So you're building equity as you're paying your mortgage down. The property is appreciating in some cases, I've seen them in some years where it's appreciating at a higher rate than the amount you might be making per year. So I've seen some cases where Toronto properties have gone up by a hundred thousand dollars. Let's just say they don't do that, you know, every year, but even if they go up at $50,000 in some, in some price ranges, um, that's, pretty good. And that is, is in, in a lot of cases, uh, sometimes as good or more uh, than you might be making. So that's the the theory of that one is uh, that you're, you know, you're literally, you're making money as you sleep with that kind of thing. Uh, and then the last thing is the leverage. So having the property and having the, you know, the, the, the equity being paid down, uh, you're able to build leverage, which is a huge thing uh, and could possibly get you to, you know, another property or to, you know, to move up from that first one to the second one. I think that is by far the best thing you can do right now is to get yourself into a property. If you can um, get yourself into a condo and it's something that you can afford. Uh, and again, just work out the numbers. If you're able to pay the rents plus the expenses, um, you know, and, and, you know, you might be even paying more than that in some cases when you're just renting, um, you know, you might be more than ready. So I, I always say, um, you know, the, the, the main thing you should you know really do is uh, connect with a mortgage broker. I've got a lot of great ones that I work with uh, that do understand you know, how comp how complex it is to get qualified. Um, but if you're going to do that, you know, if you're going to, you know, um, again, pay someone else's mortgage of 2000 or 2,500 a month. And, um, it might make just, it might make sense to just go ahead and get yourself pre-qualified so that at least you'll know what the numbers are for when you might be wanting to buy. You don't have to do either one. You can just go, go, go whatever direction you want. But my point is you should always know your rights and your, know your options. Um, it's something that, you know, too many people have made the mistake of waiting for like three or four or five years. Uh, and then basically looking back at the fact that they'd paid and some of you are listening that maybe, maybe, you know, are in this position where you've paid $50,000 to a landlord. So you have been paying a mortgage. You just haven't been paying your own. So again, after a year or after two years, uh, I strongly recommend that you sit down again with me, 
Uh, I'll make sure that you get the right information, you get connected to the right people. Uh, and again, make sure that you're protected through this whole thing, whether it's again, um, you know, looking at short-term rentals again, which I'm happy to do. Uh, it's one of the services that I provide and also long-term rentals, um, cottage rentals. I've got access to all sorts of properties around the, you know, the, the province that are, are listed uh, that you may not know about that again are verified. And that's such a big deal. So I do not want any of you doing, you know, anything stupid by ever, you know, check, uh, uh, choosing an unverified uh, property. Again, even for rental, I think it's the best practice because uh, as you move on to bigger things and as you're buying and selling, you would never, you wouldn't dare buy a property from someone whose ID wasn't verified, who's not the same person on title. No one would, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even think about buying a property, uh, when the, when the names didn't match up, but a lot of you will have rented from places where, you know, that person that's on the lease, uh, again, might not be the owner uh, or they're, they've convinced you somehow that they are. Um, so I will make sure that none of that ever happens to you again. Uh, thank you so much for listening today. Hopefully we can connect very soon.